Stop what, Scamo? What are you talking about? Good morning. Yes, it is not Spoon Man. It's Miles here for uh, another couple of days. I'm here today and then uh, tomorrow for Triple M's Free Range Friday. What are you doing? What are you? Are you up? Are you? Uh, how could you not be up on a morning like this? Now, for those who haven't opened up the blinds yet, have a bit of a squeeze of this. Uh, particularly if you can see uh, Kenyani Mount Wellington covered in uh, cloud just nearly to the top. Uh, but then uh, the towers right at the top are, are poking through. It just looks magnificent. But uh, the city looks magnificent at the best of times, uh, particularly with the ferries coming across from uh, Bell Reef. Oh, I've got a little story about the ferry uh, this morning too. Do you catch it out of curiosity? Um, and I, I'm going to bang on about this a little bit uh, for the next hour because it's in the news. This is uh, the, uh, the, the the ferry they're trialling from Bell Reef and Hobart back to Bell Reef of a day. Evidently, it is going gangbusters. So much so that they may actually have to put another one on. I would love to know if you catch that ferry. Uh, you can phone me if you like. I know bites. Where to God? One triple three five three, or you can text zero four double eight double eight one zero seven three. What's the experience like? Zero four double eight double eight one zero seven three. The text will find one triple three five three. Last time I caught a ferry, I think Bob Clifford was about fifteen. <laughs> and you think I'm joking? Good morning, this is Triple M and Niles. Ah. LXS. I'll send a message, and the message is, good morning, how are you? It's uh, Miles here, around about uh, 12 past six, uh, taking uh, over for Brian Calton, Triple M Spoonman, for a couple of days. Uh, I'm, I'm actually here tomorrow, and then, believe it or not, I'm going to nick off. <laughs> We're all deserting the place. Nah, it's not like that. Uh, I've got a little bit of time up my sleeve. I've got to, got to take off. But uh, I'm ho- hoping uh, next week the weather is going to be okay. Because we've got the La Bamba effects apparently. Oh, hang on. Sorry. Oh, oops. La Nina. Dear, God. Yeah, shut up, you lot. Sorry, uh, La Nina. Look, I know nothing about this effect uh, and what it does mean for Australian weather. So we attempted this yesterday uh, to get hold of the Weather Bureau, uh, and we're going to attempt it again today. They were flat out talking to everybody else about La Nina, I suppose. <laughs> Can't talk to that bloke! Uh, yes, you can. You know, chat, I've said a thousand times, I don't bite. Um, so... What we're going to do here this morning is try and get hold of the Weather Bureau before 7 o'clock and, uh, look, explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old. What is La Nina? What does it mean? I'm going to get up. Uh, I'm going to go and make myself a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, uh, butter, my, uh, butter my crumpet and go outside. Uh, what's it going to mean for the next uh, couple of months? Let us know, Weather Bureau, but I'll get on to that as soon as I can for you. Also, coming up very soon, it's uh, my mate... What is it, Bryce, Brian, Barry? <laughs> He's going to talk sport because I've got Bryce with an I very soon. Although I've been told to call him Bryce with a Y. But then I said, well, if I'm going to call Bryce Bryce with a Y, then I'm going to ask the question why. So it's Bryce with an I as far as I'm concerned. Uh, he's going to be talking sport, what's going on around the place. Evidently, there's quite a bit of stuff going on, including something we were talking about yesterday uh, and let me just say that we buried this team completely, and we shouldn't have done, but we buried this uh, team completely, suggesting that they didn't have open hell of winning. Uh, I'll get around to it in a moment, evidently. Uh, they did, and they did it in a very, very big way. Uh, but more about that uh, coming up uh, coming up soon. Now, uh, what else is going on around here today? Oh, this is probably... Uh, oh, 
great news for those who uh, want to go travelling. Uh, you might have noticed uh, last night on 7 Tasmania Nightly News um, that uh, Tasmania's business, tourism and hospitality sectors – I'll try that again – hospitality sectors have uh, celebrated news that uh, travellers will no longer – have to foot the bill for routine pre-travel COVID-19 tests. Who's going to pay for it? You and I, our taxpayer. Yep, Premier Peter Gutman said uh, on Wednesday that after discussions with the federal government, the cost would now jointly be met by state and federal governments. Now, the requirement for travellers to return a negative test result at least 72 hours before travel applies to people from high-risk jurisdictions. And that includes uh, the states of Victoria, New South Wales, and uh, their Tasmania's predominant uh, domestic tourism markets. So um, if you want to come here, uh, you get a jab free uh, or pre-COVID test uh, free now, uh, which is good news. I mean, it's great news for the, uh, for the sector. Uh, with the border opening up uh, on the 15th, looking at that, that's not far away. And I know a lot of people are nervous about that, but um, I'm afraid we've simply got to open up the doors and start living again. At 6.18, playing the greatest hits. Uh, yes, I'm in for Spoonman, uh, Triple M's Brian Carlton. Uh, what's the time? Around about uh, 6.25. Look, um, I think uh, it's only fair that I warn you this man is a legend in his own lunchbox. Here he is. The man who knows everything there possibly is to know about sport, and you could ask him... No matter where he is around this town, tell me about sport, Bruce with an eye, and he would tell you. Morning, Bruce with an eye, Bryce. Bruce Hang on, wait a minute, which microphone are you on today? Oh, that one doesn't work, by the way. Go see that one there with the light on. Jeez, we're off to a flying start with this, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> you think you would have worked out how to turn the button? No, on that one's not working on. either. <laughs> I swear to God, it's not working. Just try, try that one over there. Just tap it and see if it's working. No, that one's not working either. Do any of these bloody <laughs> microphones work at all in here? Uh, try that one over there. Oh, hang on. I know what's going on here. Um, excuse me for a moment. Uh, right Now, try that one over there again. Do you turn it on? Oh, this is ridiculous. Wish but the place still ran on valves. The fader has to go up. No, it was up, but these <laughs> other things were all off. Anyway. Oh, well. The, the, the listener has no clue what we're talking about. Nor do I, for that matter. Morning, mate. How are you going? Yeah, pretty good. Um, yeah, um, we death rode the Tigers yesterday. and uh, Kiss of death, a kiss of death. <laughs> kiss of death, or did we just bury them too early? But uh, uh, no, they won. Tremendous yeah. Tigers. Stunned WA is the headline in the Mercury this morning. And uh, yeah, all credit has to probably go to WA originally for setting up this game. Though. Yep. They made a sporting declaration yesterday, setting Tasmania 315. Yep. Tasmania slowly chipped away and needed 134 in the final session. Luckily, Jordan Silk and Ben McDermott were at the crease, so two Big Bash limited over specialists, and uh, yeah, they got them home. Jordan Silk finished 83 not out, and the Tigers sit second as we head into the Big Bash. I wonder when, uh, at, at some stage, Western Australia were sort of thinking, oh, Christ, what have we done here? <laughs> oh, they would have been, but they were probably also thinking, if it goes well, yeah. we can get another win, which would have been another win for them on the road this year, which mm. would have put them in a really good stead for the back half of the year. So sometimes, as they say, you've got to risk it, yeah. To get the biscuit, and unfortunately, well, it just didn't come up Didn't come way. off from. Um, anyway, great. And uh, the, the ground looked fantastic. Uh, the sun was shining yesterday. It was really, really good. It was uh, terrific. You, you would hope it looked good after all the rain we've had. Yeah, absolutely. Nice and green. What else is happening, mate, sport-wise? Pat Cummins looks set to be the next test captain. Now, I heard this morning on the news that they're also talking again about Steve Smith. Uh, he's having a, they're having a chat to him, and it was one other. I can't recall who it was. There seems to be a bit of a backlash about uh, Smithy becoming the uh, the captain again from from some quarters. What's your thoughts on that? 
Look, I think he'll be the vice captain. So what they did yesterday is Cricket Australia interviewed Cummins and Smith. Looks like Cummins will be the captain, Smith will be the vice. But being a fast bowler, Cummins is going to have to take a test or two off sometime during this five-test match swing against England in the Ashes. Right. So the question is, who replaces Cummins when he goes on leave for the test match? Do they right. go back to see Smith? after Cape Town and the ball tampering saga, mm. or do they go to someone like Manus Labuschagne, who is a little bit immature in the leadership stakes? So they're just asking a lot of questions at the moment. And yeah, What about Nathan Lyon? Yeah, do you go back to another bowler, though, who, again, might have to take a test off, especially with Perth at the back end of the series? Sure. Do they play an all-out pace attack in Perth and Nathan Lyon misses out? So you've got a vice-captain that misses out as well. Certainly when it comes to Smithy, though, there seems to be still this uh, we haven't forgiven you uh, around the country. And uh, <laughs> don't look at Warner in any way, shape or form because they don't like him either. The one that has sort of come up is Usman Khawaja, who is battling to get in the team. He does captain Queensland. He has played a lot of test cricket. It would be parachuting someone in it as a vice-captain, okay. but... It's not unheard of. England do it a lot, and they have done it in the past. It would be unusual for Australia to do that. I'd say that England would probably be thinking right about now that they love this uh, this this mess, that, well, well <laughs> inverted commas, mess uh, that we find ourselves in uh, because it just un- it unhinges us. It, it, it sort of sends us off the rails a little bit, and they don't mind that at all, do they? The problem is they wouldn't want to chirp up too loudly because, as we know, there is an investigation into alleged racism in certain parts of the English county setup in England going on at the moment. So they wouldn't want to get too loud, especially as that plays out. Uh, Yeah, otherwise the the Australian media are going to tear them to pieces. So, uh, look, we're going to run out of time here. Just uh, one uh, last story. I know that we've got... Oh, yeah, the um, uh, Jack Jumpers last night lost. Yeah, they lost by 30 points. In one of their last preseason games, obviously their season gets underway on December three, which yep. is already a sellout. But we already know they got a win under their belt, so we look alert. forward to that first regular season game. And the last news is the Sydney to Hobart will go ahead this year. All participants will have to be double vaxxed, though. Fantastic. Good on you, mate. We will uh, talk to you again during the course of the morning. It's coming up to six thirty. Triple M. Time of your life. Green day. Triple M with Miles. I'm having the time of my life in here this morning. Having a ball. 18 away from 8. It's Miles in for Triple M Spoonman. Look, uh, many, many years ago here in Hobart, we had to we had to catch the ferries, and it wasn't a case of wanting to catch the ferries. It was a case of having to catch the ferries. And uh, ferries won't wait. You really got to move when you hear the whistle blow. You'll be left behind with your... We had this thing going. The old ferry boat shuffle. Now, one of the reasons I bring this up this morning is uh, this is good news, but I've got to be honest with you by saying that I didn't think this was going to work. And uh, we're talking about another uh, ferry on the on the Duant River. Now, uh, the point is that it has worked exceptionally well, the one from uh, Bell Reeve uh, into the end of the city. One of the reasons I didn't think it was going to work is because of the infrastructure. It just wasn't there. It hasn't. It's not in place. I mean, if you were going to go down there, where were you going to park your car? That sort of stuff. I'm wrong. Another ferry and uh, more crossings added to the uh, River Derwent service between Hobart and Bill Reef. Uh, Transport Minister uh, Michael Ferguson uh, will announce the expansion of three-month-old service on Thursday. In fact, uh, I believe uh, it'll start on the 29th of November. Uh, the additional service using a second vessel, will add additional inward capacity at 7 and 8 a.m., an extra outward capacity at 4.50 p.m. and 5.30 from November 29. The service has proved very popular. In fact, I'll tell you how popular. Um, 600 passenger capacity is what the what the 
the vessels have got. But I think it was something in the vicinity of just going through here. Yeah, 25,000 passengers have taken advantage of this, uh, which is great. And it's good to see. It is really good. I'm glad it's working. I'm really glad it's working. Will it continue to work? Well, if those figures are anything to go on, it will continue to work. But what I was asking you a little while ago is do you catch the ferry? Having a look at the time, you may be on your way there right now, just listening to this. Uh, give us a call. Let me know what the experience is like, because there may be many listening to this as we speak right now thinking, well, okay, what's the reason for taking the ferry? Is it any better than taking the car? You let me know. Um, it's one triple three five three. Give me a call, or even go to our text line if you want to do it that way. Zero four double eight double eight one zero seven three. This is more out of curiosity than anything else. savings. Well, what if I told you you could boost your balance and get more from your savings with bank-leading interest rates? You'd think, I'm out of my mind. Well, it's right here in Tassie too. Uh, my state bank have both 24- and 36-month term deposits that you can bank on, available to both new and existing customers right now. The, the government guaranteed, too, up to $250,000. So you know that your money is in safe hands. Check them out online. Drop into your nearest branch or simply call the friendly customer care team and talk about it. 138001. That's 138001. You're always speaking to someone right here in Tasmania. Thank goodness for that. My State Bank, the human way to bank. My State Bank Limited, AFSL 240896. I don't think so. It's actually quite nice in Hobart this morning, 15 degrees, heading for about 22, 21, 22. Mind you, a little bit of uh, rainy stuff later on, so they tell us. Good morning, it's uh, Miles here on your radio. In for Triple M's Brian Calton, the Spooner Man. Uh, now, we're going to flip things around a little bit uh, today. Normally, after 7 o'clock, we'd uh, be doing our cricket stuff. Uh, we, we give you a chance to go to the uh, the pink test in Sydney, the Vodafone pink test. But we're going to do it this differently. We're going to do that after 8 this morning. So after 7, I want you to get ready to phone me on one triple three five three if you're having a go at the uh, Triple M virtual Christmas tree. Had another winner yesterday. Uh, Phil got that one. So uh, a couple of presents have gone from the tree, but what I want you to do is pick another one off that's going to win. So two numbers. Remember, it's two numbers from the Triple M Virtual Christmas Tree. And uh, if uh, they match up, bingo, mate. Uh, you've got it. So we'll do that after 7 o'clock. Get ready. Get your play card from the Triple M website too. Okay, Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of England. What do you make of him? What do you make of a lot of the leaders of, of, uh, of the world at the moment? I mean, you, you, you take... Uh, uh, who's in charge of North Korea? That bloke with the funny haircut? <laughs> Weird. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, you've had uh, Donald Trump. So we've had some very interesting leaders, have we not? Well, uh, Boris Johnson rejected calls to consult an inner cabinet of senior ministers before making key decisions. In other words, have a bit of a chat uh, to your mates in the cabinet before you go out because he made a bit of a deal of himself. Uh, he faced a backlash from his ministers after a chaotic speech to business chiefs in which he praised the cartoon character Peppa Pig. Have a listen to this. Peppa Pig World. I don't know if you've been to Peppa Pig World. Who's been to Peppa Pig anybody who's been to Peppa Pig World? Not enough. 
I was, well, it's, it's, I was a bit hazy what I would find at Peppa Pig World, uh, but I loved it. Peppa Pig World is, is very much my kind of place. Uh, with great local schools. Now, at this point in time, he's completely lost his way. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's got business leaders, and he's trying to convince them that uh, he's in charge. Uh, forgive me. Forgive me. I think uh, Peppa Pig could probably make more of that than he could. Uh, hey, make your own mind up. I mean, at the end of the day, the poor bugger lost his way, but you know, he's really got to talk to his mates before he steps up on the podium, I think, in future. It's Triple M. Good morning. How are you going? Hope you're well. Beautiful day. Oh, that's Triple M. With Miles here, got the news coming up in about four minutes' time. Just talking about uh, Boris Johnson a moment ago and some of the world leaders. Um, I've uh, got Eric from uh, Glen Debbie on the telephone. G'day, Eric. How are you going, mate? Yeah, good morning to you, Miles. You um, me, look like... Oh, hang on oh, wait a minute. I've got to hit another 17 buttons to make it work. Uh, you there, uh, yeah, there, Eric? Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that, mate. Yeah, it's okay now. I'm just yeah, dealing with a new yeah. panel. Mate, what's, uh, what's on the go? Well, I was just fascinated when I heard you say world leaders, the fellow from North Korea, and then you said we had Trump. We haven't had Trump for a long time. No, I was talking what? about it in general, that we've had these these people as leaders. Yeah, look, look, all I want to say is, Miles, um, yeah. it seems to be an obsession in this world, particularly in the Western world, with everything that's happening in America today, Trump's fault. But uh, sadly, sadly, we all got done like a dinner. When, uh, when when we were told that Biden was a new big thing, he's not a well man. He's not fit to be in office. They did, did a medical the other day, and they didn't even do a cognitive. Eric, I, I, I tend to um, be on your side with this, and I was watching him the other day. In fact, in fact uh, the interesting thing that you bring up about that is something that I, was, I observed the other day. I was watching Biden, and I remember saying to somebody I was with, I said, is this bloke okay? Because uh, he doesn't seem to have a grip on, on anything, really, does he? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but you seem no, to be on the same page. You're, you're not wrong. The bloke, you know, I don't know, you can't knock a fellow that's not well. He's just simply not well. But it's one of the greatest frauds in the modern times in stealing that fellow upon people. Like, have a look at the price of fuel over there at the moment. No, stop yeah. the pipeline after Trump. Uh, interest rates, I mean... Uh, they can't even unload containers off the, off the, off the. You know, they'll be lucky to get their Christmas presents. A lot of people over there off the ship. I mean, America's in dire straits politically, and um, there seems to be an obsession about Trump. Well, all I can say is those that have, you be careful what you wish for because you might be back. <laughs> Eric, one question before you go, because I'm curious about this. Um, do you think that we outside of the United States made assumptions about uh, about Trump? And those, you know, which were, well, the, the assumptions that go around about him, that he's a, he was a lunatic. But you had to live there in order to know what he was doing, and that would have uh, cast a different light on him. Look, it's a fair point, Mark. So I think, the, uh, personally, I think that uh, he, 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 you know, he had a lot of names thrown at him. Like you just threw one. He was a bit of a madman at times. And sure. his character, character, we're, we're going through that in the state here at the moment with a former uh, cricket captain character. People didn't like the way he treated women. He was very abrasive and uh, it struck a lot of people the wrong way. But the fact is, the man's a businessman, a very successful one, knows how to run things, gets the job done, and it didn't, it didn't matter which way you go. Well, I, think so one of the reasons he, I think one of the reasons he might have been successful with a lot of people in the United States is it's pure and simply he wasn't a politician. He was a businessman. 
Yeah, good good point, Mark. He'd come, he'd come from the upstairs and he was going to drain the swamp, and I quite often hear oh, yeah. that today in my travels from people, oh, he was going to drain the swamp, and I've learned what the swamp is, because <laughs> I say, well, what was the swamp? And he says, people... Mate, look, thanks for your phone call on this. I, I, I've got to move on, but look, thanks for your phone call, and it certainly is an interesting uh, observation. Uh, I don't necessarily think we've had a, a great world leader for years, uh, to be absolutely honest. No, it's a, very, it's, a very, it's a very good point, and what worries me is, Miles, but what goes on in America, it's the birth, this cradle of the best and the worst of us. It's, I can imagine the Labor Party watching the politics of the Democrats in America at the moment, yep. the Greens, and thinking, oh, this is the way we're going to play it. Mm. This is the way we're going to do it. And it's not necessarily the right way. You don't get the best leaders. Yep. And the world in a little bit of chaos at the moment. What we say every- Thanks for the call, mate. Have a good Christmas if we don't speak before. Yeah. All right? You too. Take care. Take care. Mate. Which, by the way, is a month away. <laughs> it's Triple M with news up next. <laughs> no, I don't even look like Brian Calton. It's uh, actually Miles uh, in for a little while. I'm here to, today and I'm here tomorrow for Free Range Friday. And thanks for your phone calls and texts this morning as well. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Uh, the text is 0488881073. Phone, call, uh, phone is, of course, 13353. But uh, as of next week, another mystery. I'll just have to wait until next week to find out. Meantime, this... <laughs> well, you know something, I was, I was sitting here thinking There's no point teasing you with the uh, virtual Christmas tree and not doing it So let's do the virtual Christmas tree Yesterday uh, we had another winner So more have, have gone off uh, the board, off the tree More presents have gone So uh, if you've got your play card uh, And that play card happens to be on our website, triplem.com.au. You get that. That's going to help you out a lot. And listening for a long period of time is also going to help you out too. So if you want to have a crack at this, you can do it right now. Phone me right now. Don't delay. One triple three five three for the Triple M virtual Christmas tree. We'll get it out of the crawl space and get it going on tomorrow. See you too. Triple M. Well, this morning, sun's shining, can't feel much better, can you? There is some showery, rainy activity a little later on this afternoon in Hobart. This is Triple M. At the moment, temperature-wise, got about 15 degrees in the city, and uh, I think it, uh, I think the temperature is going to increase right now because it's about time we had a crack at this. <laughs> now, the bloke who's going to have a bit of a shot of this is uh, Dale from uh, Mooney's on the line. G'day, Dale. How you going, buddy? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, very, very good. What's the plan today? What are you up to? Uh, just work, mate. Well, how would you like to go to work knowing that you got something from the uh, Triple M virtual Christmas tree? Oh, it'd make work a lot easier, mate. Yeah, it'd be good. <laughs> so, okay, let's let's see whether you've done your homework. Now, have you listened for a fair amount of time? Have you got the uh, play card from the Triple M website yet? Well, actually, I have it. The missus has been studying the form pretty hard, so she's... Uh... <laughs> Sounds like they're at the tote. <laughs> okay. All right. So this is the deal. You're going to get two numbers here. I need to get two numbers from you. And if they match up, you have got whatever's on the tray under that, uh, the present that's under those uh, numbers. You ready to rock and roll? Yeah, mate. Yep. 
Dale from Moona, give us your two numbers. What do you need? Uh, nine and 18. Nine and 18. Okay. Yep. You've been told to go for these numbers, haven't you? Strict instructions, mate. Yeah. You, you don't want to change and just say, oh, bugger this, I'll go my own way. No, it's not worth all the moaning and whinging and, and, and that, mate. No, you got one chance if you want to moan, you want to change. You don't want to change. Oh, no, I've got to stick <laughs> to these, mate. Happy wife, happy life. Uh, no, all right, mate. Reckon. <laughs> Here is number nine. Two hundred dollars to spend at Capri Body. I could see you at Capri Body, mate. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm the only one, aren't I? Uh, so that's number nine. All right, now the other yep. one was 18. Okay. 18, yep. Oh, let's see whether it matches. Here we go. $200 to spend at Capri Body. Mate! Uh, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> yep. Let me just say that it was a good thing you didn't change. No, uh, yeah, okay. I gave you the opportunity <laughs> and I thought if you change this, mate, you're in deep trouble. Deep trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, oh, that's got her Christmas present covered. Absolutely, so right. mate. You can keep the, the money in your back pocket for something else. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I think it's a win-win. I think it's a win-win for everybody. Uh, Capri Body Fashion's fantastic prize this, mate. Um, and, and so did she have an idea that, that, exact, what, that that's exactly what the present was and that she said, go for it no matter what? She didn't actually say that. She just said, these are the numbers. You have to use these numbers. Hey, here's something. So, we, why didn't she get on and do this? <laughs> I think she might likes making a bit of a dick out of me sometimes, <laughs> mate. Mate, anybody who knows Dale from Moona will now uh, be applauding you, my friend, because you have just won something very nice uh, from the virtual Christmas tree. And hang on the line. I'll hand you back to uh, Bryce out here, all right? Thanks, mate. Good Thank on, you. Mate. Just stay there. And that's how it works. Fantastic. There goes another prize off the tree. Uh, we're going to do this again later on this morning. In fact, uh, Phil uh, is going to do it not long after 9 o'clock this morning. So stick around as more presents go from the Triple M virtual Christmas tree. Triple M. <laughs> it's exciting stuff around here at the moment because we've just got another winner uh, on the Triple M virtual Christmas tree. Uh, Dale from uh, Moona. And he won it on his uh, wife's behalf, uh, the Capri Body Fashions uh, present, which was under the tree. Not going to repeat the numbers. Oh, see, if I do that, it makes it just too easy. But he picked the correct uh, numbers and it uh, got him the prize of the present. So, yeah, we're going to do it again later on. Let's get on a roll with this. So it's uh, nine... Uh, when Phil gets here, he's going to have another crack in the Vicky this afternoon. Let's have a big day of this because it's exactly a month to Christmas uh, today, the uh, 25th of, of November. I love a good cup of coffee. There's no doubt about that at all. And uh, I just noticed here in the paper today that uh, the owners of Salamaker's popular machine laundry cafe, they got their sights on Kingston for a new cafe, but uh, it's not going to have the uh, the washing machines. <laughs> See, that? I've never been to that one uh, in Salamaker. And apparently, yeah, you have a coffee and your washing machine's going. Uh, the co-owner uh, of uh, Madam Clark's, Andrew Hasler, said he and his uh, co-owner, Josh Clark, noticed that there was uh, plenty of room and demand for more cafes in Kingston. The opportunity arose and they jumped on it, so they're going to set this thing up uh, in Channel Court, I believe, um, and hopefully by Christmas. Now, can I just uh, give a little word to the two fellows opening that and anyone who's got a few dollars to spend? Fantastic. Got on your Kingston, you go to coffee shop. We need urgently on the eastern shore, a few more. Now, I'll tell you why. I live on the eastern shore, and I go down uh, Clarence Street. There's one right at the end of Clarence Street, uh, just uh, on, uh, I think it's on 
on the corner of yeah Cambridge Road and Clarence Street, just just in that complex. Then you head up, and all the way right to the very end of uh, of Clarence is nothing. Used to be a bakery, that's gone. There's a couple of takeaway. One takeaway shop, uh, that's uh, Della's. He does a lovely coffee, but you know it's not it's not a cafe type arrangement. Uh, the next uh, after that probably would be you'd have to go around to Tranmere, and there's a little tiny coffee shop which is tucked into the um, into the the food store there. Nothing else. Oh, apart from a shoreline, we got nothing. We've got absolutely nothing over there. It's it's so under underdone in that side of the river when it comes to uh, cafes and that part of it. So can I suggest, please? And I know you're thinking, well. Now, have you had both of your COVID-19 jabs? Let me ask you that question. Well, Tasmania's borders are reopening on December 15, and that is just around the corner. You can see it's starting to loom now, December 15. And vaccinations will be the best way to reduce the COVID risk to you and your family and the Tasmanian community. It is important that you have both doses of the COVID-19 vaccine if you choose to get vaccinated. If you haven't had your second dose, you will not be protected against the virus and are at risk of a serious illness. This is what they are telling us. So get your second dose today. Do not wait. The borders are opening very soon. And uh, if you don't get it soon, I have a feeling you might be wandering around feeling a little bit vulnerable after the 15th. So to get your second dose, uh, walk into a free public vaccination clinic without an appointment or book by going online at coronavirus.tas.gov.au or call the public health hotline on one eight hundred six seven one seven three eight, that's one eight hundred six seven one seven three eight. You also get your COVID nineteen vaccinations through participating GPs or pharmacies. Do not delay. Get your second dose today. Uh, just going over to the text line here zero four double eight double eight one zero seven three, and uh, we were talking about world leaders a little while ago, and uh, some of the oddballs and some of those who uh, we really don't understand. And I've uh, just got one, one line here uh, from uh, an anonymous texter, Angela Merkel Niles. Well, I don't know whether you're aware of this, but uh, Angela's uh, given it up. She's uh, decided to call it quits. New Chancellor in Germany. So Angela says, Auf Wiedersehen. He's met at work at Triple M. No, not so Brian Carlton Niles in here this morning. Uh, by the way, you can uh, text us. One triple three five three. One triple three five three. I was talking a little while ago about um, the lack of a lot of um, cafes on the Eastern Shore, particularly where I am up uh, Clarence Street. Thanks for your uh, your text, Bert. He says, "Mate, there's one at Blunston Arena." He says he think I think yeah, I know the one. It's called Plum. Yeah, uh, there's another one in the Bell Reef Key called uh, Groundsman. Uh, both are very good. Thanks, Bert. So there's a couple in there down there. Uh, yeah, look, I don't think it's enough myself. Uh, I'd like to see another one up Clarence Street, but um, then again, it's like I said before. <laughs> it's all very well and good to talk about it. I'm not putting my money up, though, am I? Oh, well, I will buy coffees there. That's that's what I'm getting at. All right, now, Bruce with an eye, Bryce, tells me that uh, we're going to chat to somebody in a moment who's in their bathrobe, and I have no clue what this is all about, but God knows. Here we go. Morning all, Miles at Triple M. You've got uh, Triple M and it's uh, Miles here this morning, in with the Spoon Man. Good hearts, hard to find. I don't know about a good heart, uh, but um, this man here, I, before I introduce him, I've got to actually uh, play some music which uh, I think uh, fits what we're about to talk about here. 
John X in a bathrobe. Oh, hang on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can you just imagine him just swanning into the place in a bathrobe? Oh, excuse me, I'll just turn that down over there. How are you, Johnny X? Are you well, mate? <laughs> oh, no, you think I've been put off my breakfast after oh, that? No, come on, That's mate. Got people with me in a bathrobe, it's going to freak them out. What's wrong with you in a bathrobe? Well, not. <laughs> well, we have time to go through the massive list. Probably Look, not. We need to explain what this is all about. Bonnie Paddo's back. Uh, now, I'm going to have to be, just block your ears if you don't like what I'm about to say, but there is a reason for it, and we'll explain it very quickly. John, uh, John is in Bonnie Paddo, Brian, the bitch, and the bathrobe. Have I got that right, right, mate? Correct. The bitch Correct. is a dog. Let's make that very clear Absolutely. straight yeah. away. A dog called as if. And it's a greyhound, I believe. Uh, <laughs> it is in the poster, yes. Oh, hang on. on. What does it change every night, does it? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever one on, you can get. <laughs> it's like a big sort of uh, big sort of cuddly, overweight Labrador in the actual show. <laughs> oh, I see. It, it yeah. just it just needed to sort of tart it up a little bit for the uh, for, for for the presentation of the, on the, right. on the listen Absolutely. mate tell us all yeah. about it it's, it's it started last night how did it go all right that's right look oh it went really well it's amazing we the difference between say doing this show and doing any other show say like Rocky Horror for example like they're sort of written and they've been running for years and it's the same show and you already know it works because yeah. it's been so popular around the world with Bavardi Panda we spend all year sort of writing it. Yeah. And then changing it depending on the different topics and stuff that are happening in, in the community. So um, we never know how it's going to go until it's in front of an audience. And by then it's sort of too late. There's nothing you can do about it. So you, yeah. you hope it's not a stinker. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, it went, look, it went really well. It, and it's amazing. People are so funny. They come up and go, to you know, oh, it's the best one ever. And you sort of think, really? Yeah. After 18 <laughs> years of pandas, how can they? We can't remember what we did last time, let alone then. But they, look, people really enjoy it. We're so lucky now that we have such a great following. Without without giving too, giving too much away, because I want people to uh, get tickets and go and have a look at this. Mm-hmm. What's it What's it related to? I mean, what what what's it follow this particular one? Uh, it's about a guy called uh, Brian, who uh, is in love with his next door neighbour Rebecca, uh, and he's been sort of checking her out with the binoculars the whole time. And oh uh, she comes over one day and to borrow a fan because it's so hot. Hobart's getting really hot, like the climate's changing and it's getting warm and while she does that, she goes through the wardrobe with his dog and comes out in a place called Canania, which is sort of supposed to be like Narnia, uh, and she discovers uh, uh, Winter, the Wicked White Witch of Global Warming, uh, the evil witch, and also her cohort, uh, Rufus Noir, uh, trying to make uh, Tasmania really hot. Rufus Noir wants to make it really hot so he can have an endless summer and, and play cricket all year round mm-hmm. because that's, that's what he wants he wants to do, and right. so um, that's the sort of very loose sort of plot. And then you know, Rebecca and right, and Rebecca of course has a list, so she calls herself Rebecca, and she talks like that through the whole thing. Her name's her name's <laughs> Rebecca Wright, but she calls herself Rebecca White. Am I dreaming this interview? Am I? Oh, it's, 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 it's came up with this? <laughs> It's a lot easier to explain when you're watching it, Miles. But um, there's lots of local references and stuff, and that's what people like. And in the middle of the show, we always have a different medley every year. Yeah. This year, it's a medley about all the events that happen, like the Hobart Show and the Regatta and the Unconformity. And oh, but, um, and I actually was in one quite a few years ago. I think. What, what can you remember that when I was Elvis? Uh, was it boob? Was it boobs uh, in the woods? Oh, I think or was yes, it that was it. 
No, I was boobs in the wood. And every time I came out in the Elvis suit, um, the coif of hair got bigger and bigger, and I started. I think my suit got bigger too. Uh, toward the end, <laughs> no, it was good. It was good fun. It was good. Fun. It was good fun. That was back when we were at the playhouse. And yes, of course, eventually got too big for ourselves and went to the <laughs> theatre all, and we haven't we haven't looked back. And of course, the other reason we do this show, other than you know giving us old uni review people a chance to do something, so we're not running around with eighteen year olds. Um, is uh, we always pick a different charity. Yeah. And over the years, we've chosen pretty much every charity. This year, it's Ride for Eddie, which is a charity we've oh, worked with. Sensational. That is so, so good, mate. We raise money for them as well. So people sort of, we, ha- we auction off a meat tray in the middle of the show where the show stops. And our mates at M&J Butchers have been supporting us with meat trays the whole time. And we yeah. auction off a meat tray. And they go for three, four, five hundred bucks, these yeah. meat trays. Because um, that all goes to a great cause. That's so great, man. That, 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 that's I think a lot of people don't realise that. So uh, you're, you're helping out the community at the same time. So this yeah, is like, at, yeah. at the Theatre Royal down the road here where, where Rocky Horror was. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And I can see one of the very, again, one of the very few shows that are on sort of this year. Like everything after Rocky Horror two weeks ago is cancelled, and we're the next sort of thing in. So um, and people are coming, people are flocking to it because again, there's nothing, there's not, there's nothing on, and people no. miss. Going out to the theatre, so exactly right. So uh, it's on uh, tonight. When's it uh, wraps up over the weekend? It's only a short. Yeah, show. It finishes on Saturday night, eight o'clock every night. Yeah, okay. uh, so Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Tickets at theatreall.com.au, or you can just rock up, rock up, get a ticket, office. and uh, go and have a look at the show. And, and catch uh, up with the cast later. We sort of race out in costume straight away and rattle good. the buckets at the end, and then meet with the people in these brand new foyers they have. Oh, it's beautiful down there. If you haven't been down there yet, you've got to have a look at this place. Gee, it's so different to what it used to be, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's just so so much more inviting for you to hang around. Normally, you're stuck in this tiny foyer and you can't wait to get out. Well, John, I want to wish you and uh, the rest of the cast all the best uh, for this. Hope it's fantastic. And have a great Christmas, mate. You've worked your your, – everybody's worked their backsides off to make this year fantastic for us with Rocky Horror now this. And I hope 2022 is even better for you, mate. Yeah. In 2022, the panto's called Wind in the Pillows, and that's on sale now as we speak. You've already written it. Already written it. No, no, no. We've just got the title. (laughs) You haven't come up with anything yet. The pillows. There's probably going to be lots of farting in it, Miles. I don't know. Alrighty. Well, listen, I'm going to leave you with uh, with this again. As you swan back out in your in your bathrobe. Oh, what a it's sight. made of nightmares. Oh, dear. John X, I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Good on you, Miles. Thanks you, for your support. Cheers. Bye-bye. John X in a bathrobe. If you want to see it, um, Theatre Royal, um, it's on right now. The Baldy Panto, Brian, the bitch, and the bathrobe, Triple M. Now, are you looking for a job or career change? Uh, check this out. The Hobart Jobs Fair, which is happening Thursday, December the 2nd. Bring your resume and talk to employers with real jobs. Yes, you can actually chat to real employers who have got real jobs. Have your resume reviewed and score interview tips. Enjoy free workshops and uh, and much, much more. The Hobart Jobs Fair is happening Thursday, December 2. Sessions at half past nine and half past one at Princess Wharf Number 1, Castro Esplanade, right smack bang in the middle of Hobart. Free shuttle buses available too. Now, uh, you can go to the website and register free D-E-S-E, D-E-S-E dot gov dot A-U forward slash Hobart J-F. Have you got that? That's dese.gov.au forward slash Hobart JF. It's a COVID safe event. Yeah, uh, around about 20 degrees, 21 degrees in Hobart for today. They reckon there might be a few showers and a bit of rainy stuff later on this afternoon, but they promised that yesterday. I think we got some dark clouds floating about the place, but it didn't really amount to much. Uh, in the city right now, it's 16 degrees, really quickly, really quickly. Uh, ACDC 
are going to fly the flag for Australia at the 2022 Grammy Awards. Why? Well, uh, the legendary band have scored three nominations. Best Rock Performance, Best Music Video for Shot in the Dark and Best Rock Album for Power Up. Man, that's good news. Australia's own, and I still call them Australia's own, despite the fact that um, it's probably more English these days than what they used to be, but nonetheless, it's good stuff. You talk about rock and roll, this radio station plays rock and roll a lot. You're on the right one. Triple M. It's going to be huge, absolutely huge. Now, if you would like to go to it or have an opportunity of going to it, what you need to do is uh, go to uh, the listener app, download the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R, and search cricket. And uh, if your name happens to be Kane Rush and you live at White Beach, mate, you have put yourself into the draw, provided you ring us. You've got 30 minutes to do so. This is how it works. If you download the listener app, there's a chance for yourself and three mates to go to the pink test, the Vodafone pink test of the SCG, starting on January 5. What a beautiful spot. Kane's probably down at the beach. Somebody go grab him. Wide Beach. Kane Rush from Wide Beach. 30 minutes to call us on one triple three five three to claim your spot. Hear every ball of the Vodafone Ashes. Stream at any time, anywhere on the listener app. This summer, the rivalry between Australia and England is set to explode. You can hear it only here on the listener app. December 26 to 30, that's when it starts at the MCG. Tickets on sale at Ticketek. The Vodafone Ashes, it just means more. And uh, I'd say that your clock is ticking, mate, so you best give us a call as soon as you possibly can because you've got about 28 minutes now. Good luck. Good morning, Hobart, Southern Tasmania. I don't care where you're listening. You could be listening on the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. It's uh, Miles here for the Spoon Man, Triple M's Brian Carlton. Uh, you can phone any time uh, if you like, one triple three five three. Text whatever's on your mind, zero four double eight double eight one zero seven three. That's zero four double eight double eight one zero seven three. And if your name happens to be Kane Rush, uh, the time is ticking, mate. You've got about uh, 24 minutes left. Uh, to phone us on one triple three five three, get yourself into the draw for you, you and three mates, uh, to the Vodafone Pink Test of the SCG starting January five. Uh, so if you want to be part of that, mate, you, you better get on, get your skates on. And some of his mates, contact him, please, because you could be on your way to Sydney too. That's how this is going to work. Uh, and if you want to be part of this yourself, uh, download the listener app, get all the details there on uh, how you can be part of this. Uh, the Ashes are starting real soon. All right, I want to talk about, look, I've been trying to get out of the Weather Bureau for the last uh, couple of days in relation to this, and uh, they are flat out all the time. And I can understand that at the moment. So I'm going <laughs> to have a bit of attempt, uh, an attempt at this myself. Um, what is this, uh, this La Nina? No, La Nina. Oh, God. That's gone to do a mess already. And what I'm trying to do is find some sort of music that... Relates to El Nino and La Nina. Could have played La Bamba, I suppose. Look, the thing is that uh, basically what I'm gathering here when I read everything about La Nina, uh, for you and I, average uh, people on the street with an umbrella, it means we will need an umbrella. Uh, It's going to get wet. Um, And you'll have more days where rain and wet stuff are forecast. So it's not going to be dry, put it that way. That's great for those who live on the land, uh, but um, those who live in the city are always thinking to themselves, no, no, come on, enough rain. Uh, so it will be good for, for, for the land, but uh, when it comes to 
uh, us here in the city. <laughs> when you get up of a day, uh, you're probably going to go outside and there'll be grey clouds around the place. That, that's my assessment of it anyway, unless I've got an expert um, on uh, La Nina uh, listening. Uh, if, you, if you've got a better idea, you let me know, but I'm just trying to deal with it on a, on a man in the street sort of uh, aspect. So there you go. Uh, that's it as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, get an umbrella out. Oddly enough, uh, yesterday I was having a conversation about uh, Bill's steam shovel. Uh, yes, it was. <laughs> Remember from uh, Mr. Squiggle? And I was just thinking about He was probably my favourite character. Didn't like Blackboard. Anyway, the reason I bring him up, DLM Machinery is your uh, Tasmanian distributor for all the top industry brands when it comes to these big boys. Earth moving and construction equipment. When you've got a big job on the go, you need a durable piece of equipment. Durable, heavy duty and reliable earth moving equipment. DLM have got the expert advice to get you what you need. Uh, top industry brands, Cabelco, New Holland Construction, AVS, uh, Track, Merlot uh, Telehandlers and uh, Aman uh, Compaction Equipment. The DLM Parts Department carries a large range of genuine parts and their experienced staff are ready to help find the right parts quickly so your downtime is minimal. So if you've got some earth-moving equipment at the moment and it's seen better days, like it was something that was handed to you by your grandfather, it might be time to have a look at this. For sales, parts and servicing, DLM can help get the right machinery for the job and keep it going for a long time. DLM is a Tasmanian family-owned and operated business. It's located at Kennedy Drive, Cambridge. And if you're listening in the north of the state, so Killifatty Road, St Leonard's, you can check out all the gear and services available at dlmmachinery.com.au. Just go and have a look. If you need some new machinery... It's Rush. Now, I dedicate that to uh, to Kane Rush (laughs) from White Beach. Kane, I really have no clue uh, where you've gone to, mate, but um, time is running out. I've given Kane 30 minutes to phone us on one triple three five three in order to get into this uh, three days of Vodafone Pink Test in Sydney, taking mates. He downloaded the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R, put himself in for this. Flights, accommodation, everything. Haven't heard from him. So, mate, you've got about eight minutes left, I'd say. Eight or nine minutes left at a phonus. And if you do, uh, you go into the draw. If you want to do the same thing, just, uh, just download the listener app. Uh, look, I'm just going back to a little story that uh, broke uh, this morning. And uh, I think this is fantastic, although I was a little bit um, just hesitant as to whether this was going to work or not. But uh, I've been proved wrong. A ferry service on the Derwent River is uh, going great guns. In fact, so popular is that uh, ferry service that they're going to add another one uh, to it. Yep. Transport and Infrastructure Minister Michael Ferguson uh, is announcing that the expansion of the three-month-old service uh, will start on uh, the 29th of November, and that will include another vessel. Uh, This uh, service has proved really popular with commuters and many daily services already near capacity. Uh, The daily average has seen around about 450 passengers catching the service. And on finer days, they've seen that rise to uh, around about 600 passenger capacity. How many in total? Well, 25,000 passengers have already taken advantage of the service. Now, as I say, the reason I was a little bit hesitant about this was the fact that I thought, well, the infrastructure wasn't in place. You had to, well, under most circumstances, if you wanted to take the ferry, you took your car somewhere, tried to park it, got a parking fine. and So people must be finding another way of doing it. One of the uh, things that I thought might have worked would have been a shuttle bus going around the suburbs picking people up. But uh, you can forget about that because it's working without my suggestions. So there you go. Uh, 
another one on the way very soon. By the way, if you do catch that ferry, I'd love to hear from you. You can give us a call if you like, one triple three five three. You might even be listening on it right now. I'd love to what's it like? Should I come to work on it? Or keep driving the car? That's what they're suggesting I don't do. One triple three five three. It's Fleetwood Mac, a triple M. And uh, Miles here for Spoonman. Triple M's Brian Carlton, Spoonman. Now, I just uh, thought I'd do a bit of housekeeping. Normally around about this time, or over this last half hour, we would uh, be doing the uh, the virtual Christmas tree. Did a little bit of shuffling around, moved the deck chairs around. I feel like I'm on the Titanic now. <laughs> Look, I'll see how I go tomorrow. I might shift it back the other way. But that's the fun of listening to radio. You just don't know what I'm going to do, nor do I for that matter. But look, uh, earlier this morning we did it. Um, we did the uh, the virtual Christmas tree and got a winner. Yeah, we did Dale of Moona. Well done, mate. He's got a couple of hundred dollars to spend at Capri Body. This is not for Dale, I might add. He said it's definitely for his lovely wife, so he's not going to be swanning around in there in a swimsuit. But nonetheless, uh, get back in the swim of the new swimwear from Capri, uh, Capri Body. Well done, Dale. Um, now, we're going to do it again twice. After 9 o'clock, Phil is back in here doing it again, and we will uh, also do it again this afternoon with... Uh, uh, with Vicky. So if you want to be part of this, you need to get that. Jeez, getting that play card uh, from the Triple M website is essential. TripleM.com.au, get it. And the longer you listen, the better it is. Triple M rocks cricket. And this summer, the rivalry between Australia and England is set to explode. December 26 to 30, the MCG. Tickets on sale now at Ticketek. The Vodafone Ashes. It just means more. Kane from White Beach is on the line talking about taking it to the death knock. Hello, mate. How are you going? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? <laughs> yeah, very, very good, mate. I'd nearly given up on you because I mentioned your name uh, after eight. I, you I lost the number ro- or something, did you? Yes, I had the wrong number in my phone. I was missing a digit and I was <laughs> frantically running around. Oh, and I'm sure a lot of your mates would have been waiting for you, uh, breathless anticipation to phone up because they're the ones who want to go with you, mate. If you win this, you take three mates to Sydney... Uh, in January, I mean, what a great place to be in January anyway, January 5th. Oh, it'd, it'd be totally amazing, mate. Yep. Vodafone pink test, take your mates, we're going to take care of the accommodation, the airfares, all that sort of stuff. So uh, you have, by just simply downloading the listener app, put yourself in the draw to win that. So uh, I wish you all the best, mate. Look, thank you very much, mate. I appreciate it. And don't lose anybody else's number. That, that's important. No, I won't, Thank you very much. Have a great day. We're well, very important, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on the line, mate. I'll put you back to uh, to my mate. This is Triple M. Actually, Miles here this morning. I've uh, got a little uh, note here from Keith at Clemont. Thanks for the phone call, mate. On one triple three five three. Accident on uh, Tea Tree Road on the left-hand side. A motorbike and a car. Uh, and a truck involved in this, a motorbike car and a truck three. Uh, traffic starting to bank up. Hopefully uh, no one is injured out of that, but uh, we'll keep an eye on it for you. That's um, an accident on Tea Tree Road on the left-hand side. Motorbike, car and a truck involved, and uh, traffic is uh, starting to bank up. We'll keep an eye on it for you. All right, uh, I've got around about 25 minutes left here. Uh, one triple three five three. my number, text 048 Touch on the Sydney Hobart Yacht Race in a moment, which is definitely going ahead. And you are living in the city with the highest rental market in Australia. You can't afford to rent here. Highest in Australia. Used to be the lowest. I'll tell you more about that in a moment. All right, let's get some Bon Jovi on. Triple M with Miles. <laughs> 
It's all about big hair, a lot of it. Something that my mate uh, Phil, who's gone after nine o'clock this morning, would love. Uh, I noticed that you came in a little while ago and he's actually balding, um, but I didn't want to say that to him. I thought I'd let you all know uh, that he's going a little bit, uh, a little soft on the top. But, uh, geez, they were back in the days, weren't they, with Bon Jovi? The big hair, the tight jeans, the whole lot. Uh, Triple M Males here this morning, uh, time-wise, around about 19 to 9. Rental crisis. I think we're all aware of this, but when you read about it and when you actually see it in, in black and white, uh, it really does sort of hit you square uh, in the face that this, this city is going gangbusters. But probably now it's getting to a point where it's becoming uh, a little bit awkward. Um, Tasmania's housing woes have once again been laid bare this time in a new national report, this is national, revealing that Hobart, as far and away, is the worst capital city in the country for rental affordability. And the problem is getting worse. Now, almost all parts of Greater Hobart were considered uh, unaffordable, with small pockets moderately unaffordable. There was a decline in affordability in Mount Nelson and Glenorchy and Newtown, but some improvement in South Hobart, Taruna and Lindisfarne. All other Australian capital cities are considered acceptable for rental affordability apart from here. Now, uh, shelter Tasmania, this, this is really going to impact. That's, that's the problem. It's, look, on the surface, it might sound like, oh, this is fantastic, you know, the golden goose, all that sort of stuff. But it's got a problem attached, many problems. Shelter Tasmania Chief Executive Paddy Chug said the lack of affordability and spread from Hobart to the entire state and people were facing an increasingly competitive and expensive private rental market. Because you're going to get a lot of people who own properties and they're nothing better than woodsheds, let's be honest, and they'll rent them out for six or $700 a week. And they can get away with it. So that, hey, who's stopping them? No one's stopping it at all. And unfortunately, people will take this sort of thing. But um, what's uh, the government say? Well, Housing Minister Michael Ferguson said the government would build 3,500 new homes by 2027. So that's around about 3,500 government homes by 2027. This should have been done years and years ago. Uh, When they were building houses in the 50s and 60s uh, and into the 70s for that matter, then it stopped after that um, and they just wiped their hands of it, frankly, all governments. Um, And uh, now it's come back to bite them on the bum. Three and a half thousand houses by 2027. It's only 2021. There's a man we lost 30 years ago yesterday. Freddie Mercury. One of the greatest front men in a band of all time. One of the great songs too, Don't Stop Me Now. Uh, it is around about uh, 10 to 9. This is Miles in for Triple M's Spoonman, uh, Brian Calton. Uh, Phil's in after uh, nine this morning. He's going to attempt to give some more stuff away from the Triple M virtual Christmas tree. More gifts. We gave away one earlier today, so three have gone now. It's up to you. Go to our website, triplem.com.au. Get that play card and listen longer. Just And don't rely on your mates. Just It doesn't matter where you go. Just uh, take the listener app or, or radio with you so as you are aware of it. If you get through, uh, you don't have to. <laughs> this, is, this is the tight bit. You don't have to spend money on a... Christmas present. Just win it. There you go, you see. Ah, there's a method to our madness. Uh, all right, now I want to talk about the Sydney Hobart Yacht Race because over the last couple of years, or certainly last year, it was gazumped. We didn't see them coming up the river. And here in Hobart, it's a tradition, an absolute tradition to see those yachts coming into the city. But uh, coronavirus decided to gazump that. Good news, it is back. Sydney Hobart Yacht Race organisers are confident the iconic event will proceed as scheduled. With COVID-safe plans in place, it would take a miracle for this to be, well, not a miracle, it would take a real tragedy 
uh, if it was put off again. Last year's race, uh, gazumped, safety concerns, border restrictions, everything. Uh, Cruising Yacht Club of Australia Commodore Noel Cornish said the club, which hosts the race, had been working on the 2021 edition since May. So unless something really, really bad happens, we'll see him coming up the Derwent River again this year, which is great. It's, it's, I wouldn't say it's been one of my bucket list things about uh, going into the Sydney Hobart Yacht Race, but living in Hobart all my life, I've looked at it and thought, I wonder what that would be like. And I had to fly up to Sydney, get on a yacht um, and, uh, and come down here. I reckon there's two problems with it, as far as I see. One is it's too much, well, actually three. One is it's too much like hard work for me. I don't know what I'd do on board. Second is it's too much like hard work for me. I don't know what I'd do on board. <laughs> and the third is who the hell would have me? Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Isn't that a great song, Phil Bradley? Isn't oh. that just one of the, in your collection? Yeah, yeah, I play that in my car, private one, all the time. It's awesome. Garbage. What? What is? No, it's, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is. Oh, I love it. Uh, this is uh, this is Triple M with Miles, and I'm about to uh, get the hell out of here. Did uh, you have to go on my hair? No. Someone in the office told no. me you had to go on my about my hair. What would I have said? No. What would I have said about what? Phil Bradley, who happens to be my boss? I might add. What would I have said about the fact that you're uh, you're going a little thin on top? Do you, if, <laughs> I don't even know why. Why did I mention That's, that? I don't know, but Must there's a lawsuit reason. coming. My lawyers will be in touch with him. <laughs> oh really? Uh, uh, yeah. look, no, no. Actually, I'll tell you something very quickly. Um, it was a more. They can. They can take him. Uh, your lawyers can take me on if they want to. But this was a compliment. You know what balding means, don't you? It means you've lived life. Oh, get over yourself. Hey, um, <laughs> if you think I'm balding. Go say good day to Ollie down at uh, Adam's Hairdressers in uh, in. Actually, Hobart. I should Just... bring him up. Ollie, is he going bald? He'll he... probably say yes. No, he, he says no. He hates it because I always take too long in there because he's cutting away. Oh, that's yeah, not going to last. Take it. <laughs> take it. It'll be grey next. Hey, the ticket entries are closing at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Um, you're doing the final call-out tomorrow morning with yes. 30 minutes on the clock. Absolutely. The bloke this morning just just got in. He came from White Beach and uh, he uh, <laughs> just snuck in. And the reason he only snuck in is he lost our telephone number. And then when he got it, he was dialing all sorts of other different numbers and hitting wrong. That was what he was telling me. He, he got the tickets anyway. And what about Dale from Moona? I'm glad he didn't take your advice on whether he wanted to change the numbers. Well, I gave him an opportunity. I said, mate, you can change. He gave gave us the two numbers that were winning numbers. And uh, this this bloke has picked up a really, really lovely prize um, from a Capri body. <laughs> a couple of hundred bucks to spend. I gave him the chance to change. Well, imagine his wife if he had changed it, because obviously that was her Christmas present she was lining up. And... She would have been coming well, after she, you. She was behind it. She said, pick these numbers. Mm. And I and I thought, no, I'm going to stir this bugger up here. Change them around. He didn't. He stuck with it. And thank goodness, now he's going shopping at Capri Body for himself. Well, fortunately, he's like most of us around the office here. He didn't take your advice anyway. No one does, do they? And I thought, I, I, I come up with bloody good suggestions and great advice. Little wonder I'm told to go home. <laughs> which I'm going to do right now. I'm going to leave it to you. You're on after nine, apparently. Yes, right? thank you. <laughs> Get a toupee while you're at it. <laughs> I'll get out of here. Two to nine, see you tomorrow.